Octelopop. Okay, let me see how my levels are doing here. Seems pretty good looking at the old the old garage band audio. Hey, that's a positive. Oh yeah, yours is a little less precise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Oh yeah. Okay. Alright, should we do the the old countdown? Yeah, eat your fucking food. You can't be like, yo, you ready to go? And then you're fucking sloughing down pasta on your end. That's right, it's... <laughs> Cover me. That's a 10. <laughs> okay. 10. 9. 8. 7. 6. 5. 4. 3. 2. 1. Lift off. Oh. All right, we're we're synced up and good to go. Perfect. Let me let me recall what I was gonna say. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, then you must have found the alias we've been living under. That's right, it's Cover Me, the only podcast that talks about famous songs and their many cover versions and compares them against each other to just have a good time. I'm your host, as always, Jake Cressy, joined in the studio by my imaginary co-host. Joined by my imaginary co-host. If I'm imaginary, how can I say anything? Joined by my imaginary <laughs> co-host. <laughs> Alex Mildenberger. That's right, and today we are talking about Gloria, but not by them. We're talking about Gloria by Umberto Tots. <laughs> two z's in italian i always say like pizza pizza so i think oh, yeah. you, you got it right you know nice i'm really good at italian so uh what else do i have to say about this you can follow us on twitter at jake the cressy j-a-k-e-t-h-e-c-r-e-s-s-y or at some alex wise guy tweet us hashtag cover me pod you can listen to us on spotify stitcher google play apple podcast podbean or your favorite podcasting app. Be sure to follow us, tell your friends about us, rate and review us, because we need that. And I'm doing this at the top, because more people listen to the start, probably, than the end. Probably. So, how's that for a little promo work? I mean, you, you got the whole thing down. It's a good Hell speed. yeah, dude. It was like, I had this presentation of my work the other day, and they were showing, like, mm -hmm. a video, because they're releasing an app or something. But the app video was so fast, and the guy who was narrating it was also talking so fast, and, like, he didn't skip a beat. It was amazing. Damn. Yeah. So, we're talking about uh, an Italo pop song, an Italian pop. Is it Italo? Italo? Um, I Italics. have heard both from Italians, so I think it doesn't matter. From Italians, okay. You mean Italians? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So this is a sweeping international hit. It spent six weeks at number two on the Italian charts and 16 weeks in the top ten in general. Hit number one in Switzerland and Spain with the translated version and charted in a bunch of other nations. It's a love song. 
Yeah, and I've always heard Italian and Spanish are so close together. The Spanish version was done by the same guy. Yeah. So, I mean, I was talking to one of my coworkers, and they said their boyfriend, I think, speaks Italian and went to Spain and just, like, spoke to people in Italian and, like, they could understand each other. Yo, that's tight. So why do they even need a Spanish version? Or at least mostly understand each other. Anyway. There's a lot of versions of this. And obviously, there's a few different English versions. That's not obvious. But there are a few different English versions. A couple. Yeah. So, yeah, this one, this specific version appeared in the 2013 film Wolf of Wall Street, as well as the 2013 film Gloria. Which... I mean, I haven't seen either of those movies, but yeah, me neither. one of them seems to fit a little bit better. <laughs> one of them seems pretty obvious. Yeah, I don't know why. So, should we talk... Uh, this is a tough one to talk about lyrics, because in order to do that, we're going to have to talk about the first cover, which translates it into English. Yeah, I, I don't think we can really talk too much about the lyrics at this point, because I don't speak Italian. And you yeah, also. So should we just work with the Italian? English translation? Talk about that. Yeah, we then... we might as well. So because yeah. I understand that is a little bit closer to the actual original meaning, the original English translation, which will make more sense yeah. as we go. Because I'm just being very unspecific about this right now. Ah yes, or vague as you call it. Now, so the first <laughs> translation is by uh, Jonathan King. He's a dude. He is. Do I know anything about Jonathan King? Uh, I believe he's a convicted pedophile. Is he actually? Yeah. He also is the guy who originally came up with the Uga Chaka part from Hooked on a Feeling. Like, really? the, the first version to do that was his version, and then the, uh, who does the, the one that's actually popular also did it. The one in Guardians okay. of the Galaxy. Yeah. So that was his version that, that first came up with that. So, neat. Early success. Discovery of Genesis. He discovered the band Genesis. Amazing. Does that, uh, does that uh, check uh, out? Does that I'm make sense? Find... Oh, yeah. In September 2001, King was convicted of child sexual abuse and sentenced to just seven years in prison, really. Yeah. Having sexually assaulted five boys. So, not cool. Yeah. Aged 14 and 15 in the 1980s. In November of 2001, he was acquitted of 22 similar charges. Yeah, so it sounds like... Holy fuck. Yeah. And he was released on parole in March of 2005. So... Jesus. So that's that's this guy. He did the, the anyway. first English translation of, of Gloria. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to talk about that now. I tried... On AZ lyrics, it inaccurately... Not only does it uh, basically call the Laura Branigan version the Jonathan King version, but it's specifically the Laura Branigan version as covered by Glee. Like the lyrical changes they make? Well, yeah, just it, like it has what character says what in the song. Oh, I see, I see. That's weird. But I think there's some other inaccuracies in, in some of the online lyrics of the other versions, yeah. too. So but I think the one that Google brings up here, just it's like regular one, is accurate. Yeah, so that's what I'm looking it. at. So he says, Gloria, every night I see you, but only while I'm sleeping. Only when I'm dreaming. So it's just, I mean, it's pretty straightforward, I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, not just this line, I mean, but like the whole thing, like it's a love song. 
Yeah. And he's like, hey, you are a person who I am lusting after. Yeah, but she doesn't exist, technically. She's just a, a hypothetical person living yeah, in his dreams. Yeah, she's like a concept. She's an idea. The idea of Gloria. I guess it's kind of romantic. But like... Yeah. At, at least this person doesn't exist. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, he's not gonna assault anyone because of this person. They're yeah, fake. Well, there's apparently a few other reasons he wouldn't assault somebody named Gloria, but we won't get into that. Right. Um, he says, goes on to say, all my days are lonely, so cloudy gray without you. But when they get too much for me, I only think of Gloria. <laughs> so he's, you know how some people are carried by, like, their ambitions, their dreams of making it someday? He's, like, carried by the idea of just, again, this conceptual woman named Gloria who he's in love with or in lust with. Which, cool, but she's not real. So he's somewhat delusional. Yeah, it's this is a, a delusion. But and I'm, then what does he say? I'm looking yeah. at Gloria. Gloria, when I'm with you, which, huh, all my life takes on new meaning. In my world, the sun starts shining. I love you, Gloria. Which, yeah, a little more of that. I mean, he's... He's taking meaning from from a relationship that he's not even in. Cool. Yeah. Um, but I guess, you know, whatever motivates you, but also maybe that's not great motivation? I don't know. It's cool, because what, what's he going to do the day he... Because he either has to one day find Gloria or accept that Gloria doesn't exist. Yes, I would suspect he'd be very disappointed in most relationships. Yeah. But I'm not a relationship counselor. But maybe I could pretend to be. Nor am I. What if he finds Gloria and her name isn't Gloria? I don't know. Ritual suicide, maybe. <laughs> That'd be my solution. So then we get to the chorus, which is Gloria, brackets Gloria. Wait until I find you. A little threatening. Gloria. <laughs> one day I will hold you. Gloria, one day I will touch you. Naturally, you have to touch someone to hold them. Yeah. I mean, it's a little, it's backwards, but that's fine. I feel like I'm being really snarky on these. I feel like that's more me projecting Jonathan King on this. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we should think of this as Umberto Tozzi's thing. Umberto. Yeah. And, like, I get the idea of this sort of uh, high-flying romance with a a person who doesn't exist, but you believe they're out there. Because he's almost talking about a soulmate, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, and there's ways... Like, it doesn't have to be that, but a lot of the stuff that he says is, like, he seems, like, obsessed with this idea of a person that doesn't exist, which Mm -hmm. I wouldn't expect to be healthy. No, well, his friends say he's crazy, but they've never met you. I love you, Gloria. But he hasn't met her either. I know, it's almost funny, this is almost, like, I think he sings it genuinely, but this could be actually a satirical song yeah. just as easily. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out, like, how they're treating this idea of, like, like is he supposed to be in the wrong? I don't think so. I think it's take, mm-hmm. supposed to be no. taken straight as, like, a love song. Because this is 1979 when the original comes out. Yeah, did they even know what postmodern meant in 1979? I think we were just on the cusp of it. Hmm. And it's yeah, I think because in that idea we still kind of in this in that era we still very much as we do still today like hyper idealize romance right to the point where even if it makes you seem crazy or yeah, which honestly I think he is just a little mentally unwell. You'd be like, nah, but it's for love, so it's like it's on the level. Love does conquer all. We know that from exactly something. Shakespeare? 
Maybe. Maybe? Um, I'm gonna stick with Shakespeare. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say William Wordsworth. <laughs> Good old Billy. Good old Billy Wordsy. Billy Words. Billy Bird's birth, Billy. as we call him for short. And so then, yeah, my friends say I'm crazy, but they've never met you. I love you, Gloria. And then it's the chorus again. And then he says, you're my queen imagination, golden girl of fascination. Fantasy is no relation. I love you, Gloria. I like, actually, that verse, I kind of like the like way it flows. But it doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense. But that's fine. I, I mean, it does. Like, it just, it uses phrases that are, like, not standard, I think. Like when he says you're my yeah. queen imagination, what does that mean? Like it's not it's not like a cliche, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But also she's she's an older woman, we know that, because uh, she's yeah. a golden girl uh, of fascination, <laughs> and and then something about fa I don't know what fantasy has no like fantasy has no relation to reality, but then it's like he's or accepting the idea of of the fantasy. Because I real? think if something is fantasy, it's not real. Right. So he's saying that this is not a fantasy. Oh, this is not this is not fantasy. Because the, the different there's a just a like a small distinction between imagination and fantasy, right? Because you can imagine something and it can be real. Right. But fantasy is generally not real. Right. Based. Yeah. So he is maybe it, making a distinction again because his friend says he's crazy. He's like, no, this isn't just something in my head that I like think about to make me feel better. She is real, and she is out there. He just happens to be imagining her right now. Mm -hmm. And his friends do say he's crazy. Probably accurately. Yeah, I would, I would say accurately, though perhaps harshly. Let's use better words, like you need help. Yeah, and actually the next part is kind of telling, I think. Uh, mm. They will talk about you. They'll talk about your beauty. They'll talk about your loyalty. How when I'm with you, all my life takes new meaning. Okay, not so much that part. But, like, the first part, yeah. it's all about what other people are saying. And that's, mm -hmm. I think, probably another not good thing where it's like, I want this relationship because people will talk positively about me. Yeah, it's almost about status at this point. <laughs> They're going to talk about how hot you are, how you don't sleep around with other dudes. How much of a stud yeah. I must be to yeah. land Gloria. And what, how His does he breath know smells she's like wet pussy. loyal? Because uh, every, everyone's saying it, okay? He's, <laughs> he knows, because that's what everyone's talking about. I guess. I wonder, because is that a, like a sexual thing? Like, he's going to be like, when I, when I find you, you're still going to be a virgin because you're so loyal to me? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's part of it. I, I wouldn't be surprised because that can be so fetishized. Um, mm -hmm. But it doesn't specifically say it, obviously. But I, I could definitely see that. Just talking to, like, they'll talk about your fidelity. Like, what? Why? Why would they? Yeah, and you know, she never cheats. You know? <laughs> yeah, why She's does everybody such a know hottie, that? And she will not have sex with me or anyone else. And we are trying. We are trying hard. She just doesn't give it up. All my friends are going to try and sleep this with This dame you. is loyal. This dame is loyal. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's... He's talking pretty low about his friends. In a yeah, well, I mean, they're calling him crazy, so I, I get that he's maybe not on the best terms with them, but... Hmm. Gloria... It's just like... 
how did this idea even enter his head, though? Delusion, general delusion. I guess we don't we don't get to hear a lot about his life situation beyond his friends saying no. he's crazy. But they have never met. You. Um, and then we after yeah. that one we just talked about. It's just the same pre-chorus chorus. It friends does say I'm crazy until we get to the, the friends last saying one. I'm crazy and. It doesn't repeat it that much, but I'm wondering if repeating that is significant. But I really still don't think that it is framing this as a negative thing. I'm just not picking that up. At least mm. not from this version. Maybe maybe the Italian version is different. Um, because... Yeah, maybe. But even, I guess, like, in that, if I dissociate it from romance, if we look at movies, particularly, like, biopics of any like successful person it's always like people thought he was crazy but he was just a misunderstood genius exactly this so he's fall a misunderstood on hbo love genius hitler no okay uh the <laughs> biopic whoa. whoa hbo hbo's going hard into the into <laughs> the neo-nazi movement hope it's about his yeah. art it was okay i don't know i don't know <laughs> it was although there's hard. a did you read uh dead eye dick by kurt vonnegut there's like no, a, I haven't. in like the intro. There's a part where like one of the characters like travels to Germany and they just like made friends with Hitler, like pre pre World War Two, pre like um, Nazi Party stuff, and just like had a Hitler painting right. up in his in his house. And like then when Hitler came to power, he's like, my buddy is like so powerful in Germany. He's like flying this Nazi flag and stuff. And then the World War Two happens. They just sort of like quietly take it down. I'm like, uh, let's just forget about that thing we did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's classic. Um, yeah, so the last verse, he says, I will search until I meet you. I'll devote my life to seek you. When I find you, I will keep you. I love you, Gloria. Yeah. Yeah, he says all those things, doesn't he? Um, so he's obviously dedicated, you know, probably obsessed. Um... Yeah, I will say I'm not crazy about these no, lyrics. No, the original, at least the original English version, which, again, maybe there's some nuance missing from the, uh, the yeah. Italian version. I can't speak to that. But it's, it's very, like, forceful and, and, like, what's, I don't even know what the word I'm thinking of is. But this guy clearly has some issues. Or at least, at least the, yeah, well, the, the, the subject depressed. of the song has some issues. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the point, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I think when backed by the very bright dancing yeah. music, <laughs> it doesn't seem to suggest. I don't think we had quite gotten into that field of like contrast between instruments and lyrical content yet. Right. And I don't, I mean, there's like this. I, I know another thing that like it's that I've heard brought up a lot in terms of like older fashioned but still mostly modern ideas of like relationships is Star Wars mm-hmm. because it's like Han Solo and Leia like he knew she wanted it but she said she didn't but he did it anyway and she was totally in like that kind of mindset which is still somewhat right. like prevalent today and it, and happens like in things. Um, but that's like around the same time because this was like 79, 79, 80. And like yeah. that was around um, Star Wars time, you know? Are you banging a carton of cigarettes? What are you oh, doing? Oh, that's, that's noisy, eh? No, I was just hitting the thing on, on my desk. 
I'm gonna stop doing that now. Okay. But yeah, you're right. There is these, uh, all these sort of twisted ideals of love that come up. And we've had, like, older songs where you and I have said, like, well, maybe, like, a couple lines here are a little right. sketchy, like, in Take On right. Me. But, like, overall, I still found the intention of that song to be good and, like, kind of a sweet Yeah, romance. and this is, like, very clearly a case of an obsessed person obsessing over someone who doesn't exist. And, and like, dedicating yeah. their life to it. And the friend's like, dude, you gotta chill. And he's like, no. But, like... <laughs> I'm so fucking lutely not. <laughs> so, yeah. And, I mean, there, there is that verse. My friends say I'm crazy. All of his friends are saying he's crazy. But then is it yeah. trying to say, like, well, everyone's telling you this. Maybe they're right. Or is it, like, I am the misunderstood one. I don't know. That's what he's saying, because he's like, but they've never met you. These fucking idiots don't know what they're talking about. P.S. I love you. <laughs> P.S. I love you, Gloria. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that song. The, the lyrics aren't as interesting as the other English translation, which is going to be much more fun to talk about. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about the instrumentation behind yeah. this one. We open with a, like a guitar sting that's almost reminiscent of... What is it? Hard Day's Night? Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. It does that? I think it is Hard Day's Night, where it's like all the layered instruments, and there's like a piano there too, mm -hmm. I assume, because it kind of sounds like that. Yeah, it definitely has that kind of a sound. Yeah, and then we get the synth kind of like rising yeah, in the and mix, and that really kicks off. It's sort of like off. there's like a feels like there's a filter moving around like up and down on the synthesizer, mm -hmm. and then there's that kick drum, yeah, and then it just like. Cranks up the 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 frequency on the synthesizer too. Right at the end, it goes like, I believe, and and that's the yeah. Intro. No, you're 100 percent right. So is the main riff on this that sort of is that synth or is that I, strings? It sounds more like strings to me. I don't know okay. that at the time their their synthesized strings would be that convincing because it sounds to me like it is okay. strings. Yeah, and there is actual strings clearly in other parts yeah. of the piece, so makes sense. And and it sounds like there's a piano playing as well, but there's definitely some synthesized elements. There is definitely a piano playing. It's pretty low yeah. in the mix, and like that's why he in his original music video, which we'll talk about, he is playing piano. He is. He is. Um. So yeah, that's the that's the introduction, and then of course that riff. Like that is the riff that I know. The, the song by like that probably everyone does that it's very recognizable and it is in most if not all versions comes up again in the mm -hmm. more popular english language version by laura Branigan. um it it's common yeah and it it sounds pretty good yeah and so we get to a very simple just kind of driving bass line it's uh it's electric down at the bottom of the mix um there's a real drum kit that goes in for the verses because that big kick drum is i believe a, a drum machine okay yeah there's more there's more drums that come in for a bit there and there's mm -hmm. also like during the like what i've called the bridge section but it's hard to tell because it's in italian um it sounds like like a little mm -hmm. ep comes in and plays like these rolled notes yeah it almost sounds like like the the instrumental break in come sail away Oh, yeah? Yeah, around the 210 mark, I've got it marked here. It has a similar tone. Let me check it out. Oh, yeah. Or you mean the, like, 
part? Yeah. Yes, I definitely hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I am referring to probably something else. I don't remember when. But it's like... Is it is it that riff that's on the strings? I swear there's a... There's a... um Electric piano as well. Hmm. Yeah, like closer to the end. Like if you go to... If you go to like 340 or so, there's like a... It sounds like someone's holding chords, but it's like an electric piano. Like like rolling up chords. Okay. Okay, I think I hear yeah. what you're talking about. It's pretty subtle. Yeah, there's not a whole lot. It's just kind of in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we also get, I mentioned it, that string riff. Uh, I think that's in the chorus where it's like... I believe that's the section that I was calling the bridge. Yeah. I would agree with that okay, being the bridge. Because the genius had the lyrics, the like sections named kind of funny. Um, mm. And I've ignored that and made my own breakdown. So, what you've ignored genius? They're usually so I know, right? good. So I, I had to switch around the section names a little bit because I'm pretty sure they called the chorus of verse, and then. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get to that later. Um, yeah. So I don't speak Italian, but it sounds like he's saying monkey no. a lot. Yeah. Nah, like the English <laughs> word monkey, um, like a lot. So. Yeah, I looked at this. So the word is M A N C H. Okay. And I think your your C H is an Italian or a, a right. Do you know what it means? No, not a clue. I didn't. I didn't decide to look that up for some reason. What do you got um, for me? Just real quick. Uh, translator. What does the Google have for me? Man, missing. Hmm. I assume like to miss, like I'm missing you. Hmm. Feels good even missing you. It's a little Canadian pop music for you. Beautiful. If you if you're into that um. Burton Cummings. If Burton Cummings makes you coming. You know it does. Um, now I really want to translate the whole thing. But, but... Th we're way past that, so... We're, we're beyond that. Um, we'll have to trust Jonathan King's version. I don't know if I trust Jonathan King Yeah, I much. probably wouldn't either. Um, <laughs> what else? So we get some, some of the vocal things he does. I can't remember what part it is, but he goes like... <laughs> yeah, he does some stuff right at the end. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, it's a very, very poppy European dance-ish piece. Yeah, and I thought, like, there's some synthesizer in it, but, like, not very much. Like, there could have been more compared to the other versions. Yeah. But I guess yeah, it's very it was, much like, late like 70s. Where... So. Yeah, late. So it was much more to accompany everything yeah. else rather than be like, the focus. Which is fine. I'm not complaining about that. It just seemed like I was expecting more just because of the Laura Branigan version. Yeah. So, um, with that, should we talk about the music yeah, videos? Yeah, there's a couple music videos. There's not like, which one do you want to talk about first? Uh, let's talk, well, let's talk about the one that isn't in Spanish first. Let's talk about the original, where it's Umberto playing piano on a, on a stage. It almost looks like a set for a sitcom. There's a bunch of Italian, I want to call them sailors? I don't know. They're just like wearing do-rags and drinking and arguing and eventually Yeah, they're just laundry. like at a, like diner i assume there's there's a there's an umbrella they've got bottles of stuff 
And they're like barely yeah. the focus. Like they're in the shot, but it's really focused on Umberto. Yeah. And like it's incredible how little facial expression Umberto has while pretending to sing this song for the recording. <laughs> Way to go, Umberto, staring at the camera and kind of squinting his eyes. Just as like face, mimes? Yeah. Are they mimes? Because they're like they look like mimes. Like, no, they don't look like mimes. Like, they're not dressed like mimes, but the way they move is very, like, hey, like, everything is big. Yeah, they look like Italian stereotypes. But oh, fair enough. And they're, like, drinking. An Italian-made production, they have, presumably. They have, like, undershirts on, like. Yeah. And they're all, like, big hand are, are motions, they like, and they are all are, appear to be shouting, anyway, most of the time. And yeah, he's like holding an Italian flag and like pointing at it as the other dude does laundry. Yeah. And like, so I don't know what's going on. But maybe this is his friends calling him crazy. Like, he's like, hey, that no, it's be. Gloria. I love Gloria. And they're like, Gloria doesn't exist. No, you love Italy. <laughs> no, Italy. <laughs> Viva Italy. And at one point, the dude on the, I think the far left, while we're focused on Umberto, he just, like, pulls his shirt up and just kind of gestures to his bare torso for some reason. You know, reason. I am, j uh, yeah, yeah, he does do that. <laughs> like, is that a big deal? Like, is that, like, I'm revealing the thing under my underwear? And there's, like, a brief section where a yeah, woman comes in and, like, hits them a bit. Yeah, and she's like, you fucking bums, and then, like, forces them to do laundry, I and think. it's like, yay, ay, ay, ay. They don't say that. They say, Mamma Mia, because, you know, stereotypes. Yeah. They must, right? What does Mamma Mia even mean in Italian? They have to. Who knows? Probably nobody. So, yeah, it's just some, like, really expressive dudes pretending to drink out of probably empty yeah. bottles and, like, somewhat comically doing laundry. Like, it's not quite slapstick, but it almost seems like it could be. Like, yeah, they forgot the joke. It's so weird because most of the video is focused on Umberto playing piano. Yeah, it's quite it's quite strange. But they're still moving in the back. So, yeah, like, cool, I guess, but also weird? Yeah, I don't get it. Fuck. And then we get... I don't... Yeah, I, I know less about this song after watching this video. It's about laundry, really. I feel like we missed that, that subtext. Yeah. It's about doing laundry. It really gets missed in the English translations. And umbrellas. Yeah, and so then we get the Spanish version, where it's essentially a bunch of, like, separate frames, so it's cut into about six different frames on the screen, and in some of them he's in black and white, some of them he's more in, like, a sepia kind of tone. Yeah. And then he just kind of, like, half-acidly dances and sings in Yeah, he just kind of, like, waves his arms around. I don't know if he's snapping his fingers, but I feel like if I was doing that, I would totally snap my fingers. And it's just him yeah. doing that, like, a lot. So It's, like, the same yeah, shot. Yeah, this was, like, such a cool setup. And they throw in... Like, the Sorry. different screens and colors. I was like, oh, this is gonna be fucking cool. And then he's just like, look, it's me, Umberto. I wanna swing my arms. And then, yeah. He swings his arms around a lot, and, like, maybe that's cool dancing in 1979 or whatever, but uh, it's a little dated now. So... Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... There's also these, like, like trail effects. Like, he'll move and, like... Yeah. There'll be, like, five or six... Like, he's... Like, when you look... Like, when you're in all... Like, mirrors facing each other. Like, a room full of mirrors and everything extends infinitely. Or that one mm -hmm. scene yeah, from like Star Wars uh, 8. 
when with the like mirror thing where there's just like a bunch of rays. No, I'm talking about. Oh, she, like, yeah, she was in like yeah, like, she cave was in the cave or and just like looks like don't go in that cave, like, and she's like uh, go she in goes that in cave. the cave, and then uh, she sings Gloria by Umberto Tozzi. That's what happens next. Uh, that was a weird. That was <laughs> a strange decision, but but uh, I think it made the film more meaningful. Um, yeah, it really makes sense. But yeah, and then at the end, there's like an instrumental part, and he like turns around and starts dancing. And like puts his arms out and like yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and then it, like near the end, it just is like shots of a crowd that he was import- performing Apparently, in front of, which was not obvious before, but he was, I guess. No, so cool. So yeah, that's those music videos. They are um, like all right. <laughs> I would prefer. I think I like the original with. <laughs> The weird yeah, Italian I mean, one is just him one. singing it with like some kind of probably at the time cool special effects, Cutting like edge. I assume, but not doesn't really do much for me now. And yeah, just mm-hmm. having like weird like mimes in the background doing silent performances and wa- doing laundry is amusing. At at least it's just weird that it's focused <laughs> on least, the guy yeah. in the foreground who's just playing piano. Yeah, and the thing is, the piano is so low in the mix. I like I'm looking at him playing piano. I'm like, is there even a piano in this? Song? Yeah, really. You're like, and he's going like, and he's just like banging away. Yeah, of all the things I have him playing, where the synths like going wild, it's like, look at this piano player. <laughs> look at him with his like kind of kind of frizzy long hair and his green collar. <laughs> look at that green collar and his oh, leather jacket. Guy. His black tie. Maybe I'll get a leather jacket, a black tie, and a green colored shirt. That's not Go a out. Idea. Dr- Wait. He should be wearing white, red, and green. There's so many. <laughs> oh, it's his hair. Okay. No, it's fine. He's he's got white, red, and green. Is his hair red? Is his, oh, is his hair red? Mm, it might just be light brown, or maybe like a strawberry. Yeah, I call it red. Fuck it. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. That's it. That's enough. I think we've talked about this enough. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, I think we covered the real. Let's talk about Jonathan King's version at large here. Yeah, that. Um... Gloria, wait until I find you. One day I will hold you. One day I will touch you. My friends say I'm great. I didn't, that version like doesn't have a whole lot to add. It adds a walking it bass does. line for that some I reason. did notice because the original is basically just eighth notes on the bass, and this yeah. one has like a boom, 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 boom. Like it's like outlining seventh chords. Yeah, it's that classic blues. It was like is that it? Is that the one? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it's at least during the during certain parts. Yeah. And I think this is a little faster paced than the original. Like that kind of sound. More emphasis on the snare drum. And uh, I don't th- is there any synth in this one? Yes, there is. If you listen to the very beginning, there's definitely some synthesizer. Oh, yeah, there's synth at the start. I don't think there's any for the rest of the track, though. Yeah, because the bass doesn't sound synthesized. Sounds like, regu- like real strings to me. Yeah, I think it is. And uh, he, if you listen to him push his like upper range, he can't sing yeah, this song. Yeah, he's definitely he straining. Gets a lot of strain in the voice. So, 
Which, yeah, I guess we should have talked about that with Umberto. He sings very yeah. well, I think. Yeah, he does a good job. Yeah. Jonathan King does an okay and, job. I don't know. He sounds Italian. He <laughs> definitely sounds Italian. Especially in the the version of him singing in English. Because uh, mm-hmm. he has an Italian... Well, I mean, he always has an Italian accent, but you don't notice it when he's not speaking English. So... There you mm-hmm. go. There you go. Yeah, I don't have much else to say about Jonathan King's. His version is just kind of blows. Yeah, and the, and we already talked about the lyrics. They're yeah. not that interesting. No. But what is interesting is the Laura Branigan version. So a couple years later, she was. We've yeah. we've talked about her before because she did a cover of um, "Forever Young," which, yeah. quite frankly, looking back on that and comparing it to this, I'm quite disappointed in her cover of "Forever Young" because this song kind of rules, and her version of "Forever yeah. Young" was pretty weak. One hundred percent. I thought that on that episode, and I, I, I don't know you you hadn't heard Gloria. I at had. That time, I just so. forgot what it was. Right. Yeah. But yeah, if she'd have brought the vocal performance she brings to this song to Forever Young, it would have fucking yeah, slapped. Yeah, she could have. She could have done that song well. I just. I feel like it had so much. Like could have had that been so much more, and it was just kind of boring. Hmm. So yeah, Laura Brannigan calls this her signature song. She says, I always get the same reaction wherever I go and whenever I perform it. I have to end every show with Gloria. The whole room is just screaming. Uh, yeah, because it rules. So Yeah, because it um, rules. And that is partially because uh, the record producer on this was Jack White. <laughs> Which is true, but it is a different Jack White. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a German record producer, Jack White. Because at the time, Jack White, White would have been very young. I don't know how old he would have been. Yeah, uh, either, yeah, super young or unborn. We're looking it up now. Um, Jack White was born in 75. Okay, so he would have been like seven. Oh, yeah. uh, so very impressive that he was, uh, he was so active in the industry so young. Um, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But it was nominated for a, a Grammy Award for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance. Um, it did oh, not yeah. win, but hmm. it w- she was nominated alongside Linda Ronstadt, which is a name I know, but I don't know her music. Olivia Newton-John. Yep. I'm familiar with Olivia Newton-John. Okay, she has yeah. some hits. She was in Greece. It's Olivia Newton-John. Juice Newton, whose name I've been aware of for a long time, but only recently learned she was not a 90s rap rock group. And then <laughs> the winner was someone named Melissa Manchester, who's the only one I haven't heard of. Hmm, yeah, I've never but, heard of them. But, but, her Wikipedia page assured me that she was adult contemporary. So, if you want to listen to adult contemporary oh, music, check out Melissa Manchester. That's, uh, that's this week's sponsor, adult <laughs> contemporary the music. The AC, we call it. <laughs> um, but... Um. Yeah. Speaking about vocal performances, though, uh, Laura Branigan has a four octave range, That's or had a four impressive. octave range. Right. She passed away from like an aneurysm or something. Yeah, cerebral aneurysm at the age of fifty-two in the year two thousand four, I Which believe. Is an unfortunate way to go. 
Um, yeah, so her fans actually hold a Spirit of Love memorial gathering for her every year in Long Island, near where she last resided. And also... It's very it sweet. I mean, it's nice that she still has, like, dedicated fans. I guess she was around for a while, and this is, like, her hit, but she had some other stuff. And clearly she was a talented mm-hmm. singer and performer. Yeah, some of her other stuff was actually, like, Umberto Tozzi covers as well, such as the song Self-Control in 1984. Hmm. Apparently that's an all right well. But I think, like, if you look at, like, the lyrics that she sings, they're quite different mm. from the original, at least from the Jonathan King version, and I assume the original as well. Oh, like, yeah. it changes the context well, pretty significantly. At f- first, they considered uh, just doing a gender-reverse version and changing Gloria to Mario. Mario! Wow, that would not have hit as hard. That would have been... Mario! That would have been so lame. Super glad <laughs> yeah, they didn't do that. Fucking wow. Terrible. So, her and Canadian producer, Trevor Vache, Shout out to co-wrote Canada. the lyrics. The nation of yeah, Canada. And, uh, she, so she says, we gave it an American kick and rewrote the lyrics, and off she went. Yeah, and it's, it's a lot more, I think, punchy this way. Um, the the oh, subject yeah. matter is more interesting and a little more relatable, I think. Oh, yeah, I think just from line one, let's just yeah, let's talk let's about go. it right now. So she says, Gloria, you're always on the run now. That's a tight yeah. start. Like we're like it, it starts actively. Like she's she's moving. We're all moving. She's running mm-hmm. after somebody. She's got to yeah, get him somehow. You got to get him somehow. She says, "I think you got to slow down before you start to blow it." Headed for a breakdown. So, I think you're headed for a breakdown. So be careful not to like, show it. I mean, that's basically like that takes the concept of the original one, but adds that extra layer of like, but maybe don't. Like, maybe chill, Gloria? Mm-hmm. It, this is almost, like, from the perspective of the friends who thought Umberto yeah, was crazy, and, but instead, Gloria's the one with these loopy ideas. And, yeah, it's it's a cool cool way to take it. Like, um... It's... Is it... I mean, it almost seems like that, but I almost wonder if it's if it's like Gloria talking to herself as well. Like, mm. like some of it sounds to me like inner dialogue, but maybe not. Right. I would argue with the line: "Are the voices in your head calling yeah. Gloria?" Mm. Suggesting. Suggesting what? Sorry. Because presumably, if she was Gloria, she would know what the voices in right. her head. Right. I were guess up so. To. But I, okay. We'll keep going. So then there's the bridge. What I, yeah. Well, although the bridge is kind of interesting. Because we haven't, I don't mm-hmm. remember seeing this before. But the first time, it's just a bridge. Uh, well, no, they kind of surround the chorus with the bridge. Like, it's on either side. Which, mm-hmm. usually you kind of, like, have the bridge to lead into the chorus. But this way, oh, no, have I written it down weird? No, I haven't. I fixed it. Okay. So, yeah, that's the, uh, and I guess we, we should, I think we should clarify a few things in verse one. Oh, so sure, It says, run sure. after somebody, you gotta get them somehow, which is, I think, like, romantically pursuing mm-hmm. people, right? Which speaks to sort of the theme of the original. Right. But then saying, you've gotta fucking chill out before you start to blow it. You're gonna break down. Which she clarifies by saying that you're headed for, like, a mental breakdown. Me. But, like, also be careful not to show it. That's the kind of thing that w- made me think of, like, inner monologues. So, like, because it's, it's kind of like telling yourself, like, chin up, Gloria. 
wipe those tears away. We gotta present mm. ourselves to the public. But it's not totally clear. But that that's the I think it might that's be the line that in the sort of me, sense made me think of that. Yeah, I think it might be more like uh so I think you're headed for a breakdown or you know, kinda like you reek of desperation. Oh yeah. So if if like if you're gonna be chasing these dudes, you gotta be careful to like present yourself like you're not fucking right. crazy. It was yet. still the eighties. There was maybe some I don't know if that's the best attitude, but I agree that that's plausible. Uh that the song is about that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, even in the uh, genius annotation, it's uh, it says why shouldn't she, why shouldn't she show it? The song was written in the '80s, and there may have been some reservations about sharing and exposing vulnerabilities. A good friend would suggest the opposite: talk about it, seek help. And then some quote we're not going to read. Um... Madness need not be all breakdown, it may also be breakthrough. It is potential liberation and renewal as well as enslavement and ex- existential death. I, s- R.D. I stand corrected, we are going to read it. Uh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker, what's up? <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that part. That's that part of the song. Um... Yeah, and then some of the chorus, the not chorus, the, you calling this the bridge that you really don't remember? Was it something Yeah, because it comes said? up a lot, but it, to me, it doesn't feel like a chorus. It feels and like it's a not pre-chorus either. Because it happens after the chorus as well. Because the chorus is Gloria, I think they got your number. I think they yeah. got your alias. Like, it's the part where they say Gloria a bunch. Yes, and yeah, it's like those two sections, kind of, I would consider the chorus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but also the Don't You Think You're Fallen? Everybody Wants You? isn't Maybe that's a pre-chorus. Um, but I would consider both of those kind of part of the that... chorus because they always appear together. That one's just one verse, though. But if you actually listen to the song, it happens twice. Yeah. Does it? Okay. They, they don't, don't list it twice, twice which is why I had to redo everything. I think there's like a single verse because you know I have heard the, that one multiple times. The um the video is shorter. I think it might cut that out. Okay, and that's probably where they're yeah. pulling from. That makes sense. Uh, but if you like, the song is a got an extra like minute on it or something, and it repeats the the uh, "Don't you think you're falling?" and then goes into "I think they got your number." I think they got the alias. Right. Yeah, because that's the one. Because yeah, that verse, if we're calling it that, or pre-chorus or whatever it is, that's the one where she really goes buck wild and lets loose on the yeah on the, on the "Don't you think you're falling?" part. Yeah, that's that's like yeah. way up. Oh fuck yeah! That That's is the, the good, good shit, shit right there, man. And uh, uh, and there's some yeah. Sorry, did I interrupt you? No, no, no. You're oh, good. I didn't have anything to say, so I was hoping you'd jump in. <laughs> God damn it, Alex. So yeah, the core, the the one person says you really don't remember was it something that is said, suggesting that her obsession comes from something that the dude she's chasing said. Are the voices in your head calling, Gloria? Are they, Gloria? Which I. Is that a way of just saying, are you crazy? Are you like, are you hearing voices? I don't know. I guess so. Um, are you unwell, Gloria? Gloria, are you feeling well? Gloria, do you think you're falling? Yeah, so then, Gloria, don't you think you're falling? So, you know, on a downward right. spiral almost. like Headed for a breakdown. Or no. Go ahead and yeah. give it to me. And then this is, I like this line, because uh, if everybody wants you... Why isn't anybody calling? Yeah, that's like, hey, yeah, let's like, hey, you're wrong, and here's the evidence, like, oh. Yeah. 
And then with that, and then it kind of gets weird to the next one because she says, you know, nobody's calling essentially. And then it's, you don't have to answer, leave them hanging on, on the, the line. line. Oh, 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 oh Gloria. And like, I, they're just like, hey, Gloria, you're hoeing around. We need you to chill out a little bit. Yeah, I, I think that's again like, she, I think she's talking about don't so, so like, manically seek out love you don't have to answer just because a dude's calling you you can you can play coy a little you can leave them hanging on the line that's like that's probably gonna work a little better for you gives you a little time to be with yourself yeah um and of course probably mm, i don't know if this is true because i know there's like a an idea of like play hard to get so you can get but like i don't know if they that really implies that or not yeah, I think there's definitely a, an element of that in there. I don't know if that's necessarily her whole philosophy. Yeah. Just being like, play hard to get and you'll get more boys. Because I don't think that's... Because they're not saying, like, you need more of those. You need more You need more, more boys. You need more of them. They're not, they're not saying that. Yeah, because I think her whole motto here, at least what she's trying to express to Glory, is like, take care of yourself yeah. a little. <laughs> it's like, clearly... Quit chasing after everybody else. Clearly you're not in a good place. He, yeah. And so then we get into the, the sort of official yeah. course. Uh, I think they've got your number. I think they've got the alias banner that you've been living under. And so is the alias referring to her number? Is it like she's not Could giving out it. her name? She's giving out her number. That's her alias. Like it's kind of a little. Yeah. And I think, and there's the sense of, yeah, her number is in her phone number, and also her number is in, like, you know, they've, they've got her. They, they've got her pinned. They know they're in her head. Is that a saying? Well, you know, I've got your number. I guess so. It's like, That's, I'm going to look it up you know. because I don't know much about that one. Oh, uh, according to this, it means, like, I know what you're planning. It's like, you can't fool me kind of situation. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I guess they're saying, like, they know, like, they can see your intentions, even though you... Yeah, and they can see how Like, what you're doing you is are. obvious. We can all tell. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I guess that kind of extends to the line. I think they got the alias that you've been living yeah. under. Which could also refer to, I guess, prostitution in a sense, because you generally don't prostitute under your given name. I suppose. Um, I mean, I do, but that's, you know, I'm a proud sex worker. Yeah. Fucking positive phrase related to what you just said. Back in 82, you didn't do that shit. I said back in 82, you didn't do that. No, not back in 82. That was like... The past. (laughs) <laughs> was that's exactly you what know? it was like, Alex. And then yeah, so the chorus strings into that that pre-chorus part. That's also the chorus. Yeah. And, and which she says, but you really don't remember. Was it something that they said, or the voices in your head calling Gloria? Yeah, I think it's. And then she says, ah ha ha, ah ha ha, ah ha ha. ha, ha, ha. She says it there, eh? I was trying to like find that because sorry, I'm gonna listen for that because. Hold up. It's after the interlude. Mm-hmm. It's after the interlude? Cool. That's the All right. ha-ha-ha. Yes. See, because I, I picked it up in some of the later versions. 
But I was like, I couldn't find mm. it in, in there, but it's right there. I could have just listened to it. <laughs> but what are you going to do? I got oh, things to do. So she says, she basically, in this next verse, she questions Gloria's fantasies or her ideas or plans. She's like, how's it right. going to go down? Will you meet him on the main line or will you catch him on the rebound? I, I don't know what the main line means here necessarily. I would say you have to contrast it with the second part, catch him on the yeah. rebound. I guess it's just the opposite of that. Or or not that. Catching yeah. him on the rebound, suggesting that I think like you gotta slow down because if you if you try to go for this too fast, then you won't understand the other person's intentions as well. As sort of Yeah. Or you're just gonna be picking up dudes who just broke up, who are emotionally vulnerable and probably not in it for the long run. And then she's she's saying okay maybe you catch this guy on the rebound will you marry for the money and then take a different lover is how i'm reading this in the afternoon because generally dudes with a lot of money are fucking old they're dicks don't get hard well nowadays we have medication for that but this was 1982 and That's i honestly true. don't know when viagra was introduced what is, what yeah, is the history of boner you, pills let's google history of boner pills uh no, not right now. No time. There's no time. Take a There's too much the history. Afternoon. Feel your innocence slipping away, Alex. Don't believe it's coming, coming back, back soon. Because she's hoeing. Around. All around. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that line specifically refers to... Like, I was just calling her slut, babe. They're calling her slut. I think, like... Yeah, essentially. She's like, e your innocence is slipping away. You're about to do some some filthy shit. So... I mean, it's not a nice thing to say. But again, 1982. Uh, maybe different. And, and yeah. it's... And, and yeah, she, she goes on a whole bunch of different sort of approaches on talking to Gloria. Yeah, here. that's true. That's true. Um, which is... I mean, it's taking it from a lot of angles. Just like Gloria. And, um... Yeah. So. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, it's a, it's a neat way to write a song. Yeah. And then I have another bridge, chorus, bridge, and then outro. Yeah. And that's it, baby. That's the yeah. lyrics. So, so I I say a much more interesting translation of the original. Um. Oh I yeah, way more. I'm assuming it's more interesting than the original as well. I can't say for certain. But, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. So, uh, Laura Brannigan had to say about this song, which I can tell you stayed in the top 100 for 36 weeks, which, is a, which set a record for a female That's solo artist. She says, I can really tell just by singing something the first time whether it's going to be a hit. And even though it was my first song, I knew I had a hit. Nevertheless, I was shocked by the reaction. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's one we remember. It's currently being used by the St. Louis Blues as, like, a victory song. Yeah. Apparently there's a whole, like, meme there if you live in the city. So, yeah. Right, yeah. Didn't some dude, like, shout it at a guy until... Until he played it, and then they just kept they doing it. it or something? Yeah. He was like, I want to hear Caravan with the drum and solo. Like, We're going to play Gloria instead. And he's like, all right. He's like, that's perfect. That's what I wanted. It's called reverse psychology. And I learned about it on the TV. But, yeah, it's a good version. I mean, in terms of, like, music, musically speaking, uh, I think that's, that's all I had to mm -hmm. say about the lyrics. 
Yeah, um, I got one okay. more thing to say about the right. popularity of the song. So, she says it wasn't a real American-sounding dance song. It was very European-sounding. And then it was the gay audience, the first audience that picked it up, and it was playing on clubs all over the country. The gay community took it and ran with it because a lot of radio stations just thought it was too European. I have to say that it was my boys and girls that helped me with that one, and look what happened. I do remember uh, the Wikipedia article saying something about, like, disco clubs picking it up. Or maybe just a dance club. Yeah. I don't remember. Anyway, the point being, I cannot appreciate the Europeanness of this because that means nothing to me. Well, just think about, uh, it's 1982. You know what they were bumping in the dance clubs in America? No, please tell me. Africa. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> okay, quite different. I would say quite the different. emphasis on, yeah, like on strings and like more real instruments in the European right, right. Okay. songs. Okay. I believe it. That makes sense. Although this one is fairly synth as well. Yeah, that's true. But it still carries a lot of the instrumentation from yes, the original. Yes, it does. It comes in very similarly. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there's a filter sweep, but the other, like the original kind of sounded like they were moving the filter up and down. Whereas this right. one just like does one sweep to like close it up or open it up. Uh, yeah, hang on. Something just clicked for me here. So, Greg Matheson played keyboard on this and arranged the music on Tootsie's yeah. original. So, Tootsie didn't even play piano. I mean, he probably played, he might have played, he might have played piano. I don't know. There's a few mm, keyboards on this one. I don't know. I guess. On the original. But yeah, so that's also part of the reason these sound fairly similar musically, yes. is that Greg Matheson was on the track on both. So, yeah, they like shared a producer. Or a ranger, mm-hmm. or both. Anyway, um, yeah, similar, but it seems it's a little more like, like they took out that like weird moving filter that didn't really do much, for me anyway, um, yeah. and comes in and does the like, I mean, comes in with the the riff, but now it's on the synthesizer. Yeah, that's right. So it, it's yeah, it's definitely more synthy. Yeah. Overall. And they changed the bass up a bit too. Yeah, it's uh much more dancey. Yeah. I can't tell if it's root fifth or root. Right. Octave. It sounded I guessed at fifth, but you would probably know better than me. Yeah. Root octave is uh typically for disco. Okay. I don't know. Which but it did sound like root fifth to me. So it's like But yeah, I think it is just a root fifth because it doesn't sound like Yeah, my vote goes to fifth octave. I don't know, man. I don't know. And it's, uh, so yeah, you get the little guitar stings that were in the original coming mm-hmm. in too. Um, yeah, your string parts are on synth. And even like, I, well, when the verse comes in, pretty standard, a lot of things cut out. Oh no, this string, the, yeah, the string, mm-hmm. the verse. And then like, it's mostly just piano playing. It's still playing that same riff, but it's just on the piano. Yeah. So it's not like the huge synth sound. That's right. So honestly, like the big sell on this one, there's a lot of minor differences in the instrumentation, but the big sell is Laura Branigan's voice, True. which just True. kicks ass. She does a great performance of this. She's clearly like giving it her all. Oh yeah, she turns up the energy on this like a hundred percent, and it's never. I don't think she oversings it at any point. No, it's I. 
I think she really earns her big yeah, notes. Yeah, it's a good build, and and she does well. I mean, like that when she on that like when she holds Colin on the second mm-hmm. like or the chorus, I guess. Yeah, on the we'll call it pre-chorus. Sure. Yeah, let's call it a pre-chorus. Um. Yeah, that kicks ass. Yeah. It's like it's very hard, even when we were discussing the lyrics, to not just burst into the song. Which we did a couple as times. You can tell, we did several times. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's the really big. She does a really good performance. Um, I think the synth. The synth sounds good. I I think I like it more than the strings. In this case. Yeah, I think so too. It's just, you can kind of make it feel like sharper. Make it like the attack mm-hmm. maybe a little faster. I don't know. It's got it's got a a punchiness to it. It's very that yeah, feels good. Yeah, she really takes the energy that is present in the original and just makes that the forefront of this song. Yeah, turns it up a bit and and uh, makes it her own. And the bass is cooler. I cannot stress that enough. I could oh, probably yeah, stress it, it enough, but like also better. even like it like does some like groovy patterns in the bridge section. Uh, obviously not the mm-hmm, focus of the which song. Which were in the original, but not as Yeah, I, I like them better. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think even just because even the basic line, that sort of root fifth, it's simple, but it plays a lot better in mm-hmm. the song. Than just the eighths, for sure. Yeah. Or eighth notes. Let's talk about the music video for yeah. this. Which opens with the disco ball and then pans to another disco ball. <laughs> Hold up. How did I not notice this? Uh, in in the foreground, there's a disco ball in the background and in the foreground. Amazing. And yeah. then, wide shot of Laura Branigan coming out on a catwalk. And, and there's disco yeah. balls everywhere. And she is also a disco ball. Yeah, sometimes she's inside the disco ball. She's like sequined. As well. She's yes. very sparkly. Everything is sparkly. Very sparkly. And she just kind of, yeah. she does, she really takes the Umberto route of music videos and just stands in front of the camera and dances and, like, and sings. She like passes the microphone between her hands a lot. Does that mean anything? Mm-hmm. Probably not. And what's no, with this like not. abstract art in the background? It's just like, who can say? It's just like, it, what does it mean? I don't know. That's not, Nothing. I don't know anything about that kind of This is art. maybe like one of the most low budget or like it should be it probably costs a lot but it seems low budget because it's really just her on a sound yeah, stage and like a lot of flashy disco ball stuff mm-hmm. which i assume is a tribute to her boys and girls yeah at, at the discoteca yeah so there's like not a ton to this music video although i would like to uh give a shout out to the guy on genius who Mm-hmm. For the interlude section, wrote full orchestral interlude worth watching the singer moving during this break on the video, and then puts like a timestamp of the video, and like apparently he's really into the dance. Doesn't she just like swing yeah, her and hips? like walks back, and she swings her hips yeah. and like shimmies a bit, and also I don't think it's orchestral, I think it's mostly synthesizer, but. Yeah, hey, I'm pretty sure it's just sick. Whatever, genius guy. Fucking genius. Genius contributor. I mean, yeah, like, Laura Branigan's hot. I'm not going <laughs> to deny that. But 
I don't think the dance is all that exciting. I think we've seen better dance performances. But, sh- I mean, okay. That's his thing. That's this person's thing, I should say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the music video, not terribly so, exciting, so, but the song is, so I think it makes up for it. Yeah, I think so. I'll probably watch this over either of Umberto's music videos. This one doesn't have any Italian stereotypes in it, though. That's true. Check so, with that, let's move on Umberto. into, what is this, Salbucata? Salbacuta? Salbacuta, yeah. featuring Rochelle Ann Go in the year 2004. Yeah, so this is um, a sample. And it's slowed down a lot. Yeah. Is it a sample? I don't know. They use the I chorus. it's just done on like a shitty Yamaha. They use the chorus from Gloria. No, it's sorry, it's not yes, a sample. that's sung by Rochelle Ann it's... Go, who is a Filipino singer and international musical what's, theater actor. What's it called when you, when you just take the chorus? Like, I, I guess I call it a sample, but not in the sense of like, like actually using yeah, the recording. Yeah, it's not a direct yeah. sample. I'm not sure what the word is though. I, I got this version off of who sampled. Like that's where I found it. So right. Um. Yeah, I guess it is. We'll call it a sample. So yeah, I don't know. If, and hey, did you know that Salbucuter, Salbucuter, or whatever their name means, naughty or cheat or barbaric in Bicolano? Is that they're like Filipino, right? Yeah. Cool. I did not know that, but I do know the, so yeah, that the group is... is made up of Mad Killa, Charlie Mac, and Ben Deffa. Do you know in which order they rap that on order. this? Okay. Because that's, I got it from cool. the video. Noise. There's a yeah, video? Yeah, oh, sorry, I didn't tell you. I put it in the, like, l- video list. There is a video. It's really, really you low never quality. never linked me to that playlist. What? You never, you never linked me a oh. playlist. You just linked me individual oh, tracks. Oh, shit. I fucked up, man. I know you did. I fucked up. What's the name of the song? Yo, Gloria. So this one's called Yo, Gloria. Yeah, this one's called Yo, Gloria. <laughs> Yo, Gloria! So, yeah, they, it's, like, <laughs> it's like a hip-hop version, and they do, like, hip-hop verses in between. Uh, okay, and they're all wearing... Uh, like, I think one of them's wearing a baseball jersey, actually, but the other two are wearing basketball jerseys. Oh yes, they're they're all wearing. Despite the song being called Yo Gloria, they actually say Yo Girl. Yo Girl, Go Girl, Gloria, Yo Girl, yeah. True. And um, it's all about how they love Gloria and they want to spend time with her. And uh, mm. he likes the way that she does him right. That I know. Yeah. So here I've got so the first one. Hang on. He says, Gloria, I'm so in love with you. Don't you know that my love is true? Something, something when I'm not with you. Something forever. Yeah, I don't think this you. is all in English. So. Yeah, I think so. He says something, something on top of the level. I've got them all. My magic spell. I like the way you do it, right? Dur, right, right there. Something, something, something for sure. Yeah, actually, in that part of the video, it like has text over the. the like, there's, there's a lot of like text on this. Mm-hmm. Superimposed on the image, and it's, it actually says right there. Oh, yeah, it's nice. great. Do they just did they make this in like Windows Pretty Movie Maker? Pretty much, yeah. Probably. But he he likes the way she moves. And then there's also he likes the, yeah. So yeah, that's a sample of a different song. Is it? 
Yeah. I like the way you move. Dun, 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 dun. I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. What song is that? The name of the song? I would imagine that okay. is the name of the song. Yeah. So it's. Uh, Come on, Alex. I didn't know this song, man. It's the first guy you said was Mad Killer. Mad Killer. He's like if he sounds like if uh, one of the Muppets in Labyrinth rapped. <laughs> Which is uh, an unfortunate cutscene from Labyrinth. Uh... <laughs> But hey, you can't get. You, I yeah, mean, right after the fire gang or whatever. Yeah, they're I mean, called. you can't. It, Labyrinth was already perfect. It was just too much, too much good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then Charlie Mac, which according to the video is the great rapper. Is and the great rapper that rap? literally just came up for me? I don't think he raps. He just he's it's very ninety style I guess rap so. for him. It's uh, it's basically just talking. So sort of like late 80s, early 90s, okay. he says, hang on, I've got what he says here. He says, yo, girl, you're always on my mind. Hope and pray that you can be mine. That's all I got from it. Yo, girl. Because I think the rest was in Go, Filipino. girl. Go, girl. Yo, girl. And then, uh, and then Ben Detha comes in. And he says, I want you in my life's all out. I twist and shout. Put on a grill and hand off the bill. You're my number one. So, yes. And then Rachel or Rochelle and Go? D- just, yeah. Do they change the chorus lyrics like a bit? Because I heard, Gloria, don't you think you're rolling? Since everybody wants you, because they just keep on calling. You don't have to answer. Uh, and then either make them... Um, hanging on the line or they keep hanging on the line i'm gonna say you're right i didn't notice it but that seems to fall in line with their sort of interpretation of the song it's like a bit different gloria is just like really great really great lady that's what i'm getting they all want the they all want gloria all three of them Mm -hmm. and then there's a little conversation at the end this is like, yo, yes, girl, written that down. would you be he my says, lover? Yo, 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 girl. Yeah, and she says, never. And he goes, uh, uh, uh. Yo, girl. Something, something, baby. And she says, uh, maybe. And then some other dude says something. She goes, whatever. And then they say some more shit. And then they go, yes. And then she laughs. And then she yeah, laughs. I don't get it. But also, I think I there's some either, non-English lines that might explain no, 100% there it is. a bit yeah so this version uh i didn't like very much no i wasn't crazy about this again uh, the, the instrumental bit sounds like a cheap yamaha it does it sounds really fucking bad and like when i was watching the video i sped it up to 1.25 times to get through it just you mm-hmm. know so i could see it a little faster not for any particular reason and then when I put it back to normal speed, it was so slow. Well, yeah, and there's something in that slowness that makes Rochelle's parts seem oversung. Oh, interesting. I didn't pick up on that. I think partially just because she has to stretch out these words right. to fit the right. space. And she sings fine. Gloria! You're like, uh, can we speed this up? She sings fine, but uh, this is very yeah. like old school hip-hop. And I don't think it's very good. Yeah. No, I'm not crazy about this one. And, you know, I like a lot of weird rap and shit, but this is not doing it for me. It is definitely weird rap and shit. Yeah. Yeah, my last uh, my last note on this is, what the fuck is this, man? 
I don't. I can't answer that for you. But I was. So let's talk about the yeah, dance. The How's it gonna go down? Will you meet him on the main line? Will we catch him on the rebound? Will you marry for the money? Take a lover in the afternoon. So this is actually Gloria slash Mickey. Um, mm-hmm. It's what, what's called a medley. Uh, yes. Business. Two songs for the price of one. And it's quite a bit faster. Um, yeah, so this is a comedy group formed by comedian Dan Fairey. Yeah, Fairty. and honestly, when I found that out, I was less, I was, I didn't like it as much, I think. Because it sounded... Yeah, because well, suddenly you're looking for yeah, comedy. Yeah, it sounded like, like a scrappy punk rock group doing like a fun cover of a song. But now mm-hmm. that I know it's a comedian, it's like, is he making fun of the song? I don't know. So it brought me I, out of it. What I understand of his comedy bit. So he was the wedding singer in the Will Ferrell movie Old School, where he does a profanity-filled version of I think it's Total Eclipse of the Heart. Right, which I was actually watching a video of that because I think he performs it live with the Dan Band. Mm-hmm. And if you look at this one, all he does in this is add fuck and shit. Yes, in couples, and that's what he does in in Total Eclipse of the Heart as well. And then I was so disappointed. I'm like, yeah. is that his thing? Because that's fucking lame. It's super lame. I mean, because, yeah, he just starts off, he's like, fucking Gloria. Like that. And you're like, that's a good punchline. Yeah, that sucks. But honestly, first time I heard the song, I liked it. And I kind of like it, too, because it's, like, it's, it's a lot faster. It sounds like a punk rock version of the song. But some of it they simplify. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they do just, like, a quick slide up on the synth. They don't have all this, like, filter stuff. And, like, they play the riff. Yeah. Um, on that synthesizer the whole time, like there's no drop down, like it's all high energy, you know, like you'd expect from mm-hmm. like a punk rock song. So, yeah, and, and and like they skip some of the stuff out. They don't like, uh, there's like they skip like a chorus, and then yeah, and then that's when he throws in like fucking Gloria, and they're like, cool. But the second verse kind of odd, but like. They replace the entire verse with glory, glory, Gloria, glory, glory, Gloria. Like they yeah. don't sing the verse. So, yeah, I, I that. figured that was just him forgetting the Could lyrics because it was a live performance. Yeah. But uh, I mean, first impression was like, yeah, it's fun. It's a fun like live version of a of a popular song done by a, a punk rock band. But that's not yeah. really what it is. Really not the case. And, and like, that kind of turned me uh, off. They it. do some good ooh, ooh, ooh uh, backup vocals, but their Gloria backups in the, in the chorus are j- almost forgotten. Like, they're barely <laughs> there. To the point where I'm not sure you needed them. Maybe not. I don't know. But that's maybe that's scrappy I punk. I don't know. I dug it at first. Maybe. I think, the, I think there is scrappier punk. Definitely bands out there who could do a much better version of this in that style especially after like yeah learning the background just made me not like this as much yeah it just comes off as insincere yeah, i, I don't agree know. i agree with you. and then it moves over to mickey and we're not yeah we're not talking, talking about, about that but Bagel, same idea so. yeah. and like once i was like he did an album like of a live performance where he just sang like pop songs that were sang sung by women and i'm like what's the joke the joke is that it's the like that is he thought that it was a joke. joke. He's the joke. He's his own punchline. Yeah. 
Well, if that's God, not an indictment, bleh. I don't know what is. Sorry, Dan. I actually liked this version, but until I learned more about it. <laughs> because let's talk yeah. about speaking of insincere efforts, let's talk Young about Divas. Young Divas. Can you say girls allowed? <laughs> Because this is a similar concept. That's exactly what this is. But Australian pop group, formed by Sony BMG Australia, and comprised originally, it's had a few different lineups over the years, but this lineup was former Australian Idol contestants from seasons one through three. So, great. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. I used to be into the Idol shows. Watched me some Idol. Oh, yeah. I was really into the first season of Canadian Idol. I met Billy Clippert. At an event once. Who the fuck is Billy Clippert? He was the third place finalist from the first season of Canadian okay. Idol. And he's from Calgary. It's me, Billy Clippert. <laughs> he's from Calgary. I bought accordion straps from his dad once. Because nice. his dad owns a music shop, or did at the time. What, what's Billy Clippert up to now? <laughs> no idea. I have no idea. It's not like he's a fan. And where did you meet him? Sorry. I met him at an event. I, I was in, el I was in elementary school. Event. Okay, it was the morning show, Canada AM. My class went to a recording, and we had to get up at like like 3 a.m. or something. So early for us. And uh, we like took a bus down to some like our, um, CPR, like Canada Pacific, Canadian Pacific Railway uh, facility, where they were doing a, a piece there. Or, or, like, they were hosting the whole thing. So, like, we got to watch mm. this recording. And it was, took a really long time. And Billy Clippert was there. And I got a free CD and, like, a hat. And he signed the hat. So that was cool. <laughs> Still have that um, I don't think so. It's, it was too small for me. It's, it was like a, like a conductor hat. Because it's a train oh, event, okay. right? Uh, I haven't right. seen it in a long time. I don't know what happened to it. It might be in a box somewhere. So it, it doesn't say, like, Billy Clippert. Well, it has it. his, like, signature. But, yeah. like, it doesn't say Billy... No. But it doesn't have, like... No, it's not a Billy Clippert like, hat. Billy it's, Clippert. A, it's a CPR hat. Third place finalist from the Canadian <laughs> Idol season one. So, yes. Um, but uh, this version is... What is this version? What do you think this version is? This version is, um, if you take the Laura Branigan version and just rip the heart out right. of it. It's the, like, much more, it's the, it's like mid-aughts, like, dance music. Mm -hmm. For sure. So we start, start with your classic, like, synth that sounds like you're hearing it through yep. a wall. Got that, gotta do that filter sweep. Yeah, and then the drums come in, and we get the the ah ha ha right off the bat. Uh -huh -huh. Yes, because uh -huh. I heard that, and I was like, I know I've heard that somewhere, but it was after the interlude in the original one, the like instrumental right. solo, as we discussed before. Um, yeah, and they also like they keep that riff going through the verses on the synthesizer, mm -hmm. which is like, I mean, it it makes it more flat, like it's more even. There's less of a build and up and down feeling but i think yeah. because it's supposed to be more of like a straight dance like dance thing like it's it's not changing you're just supposed to have that beat going and the drums are more of like a dance rhythm for sure yeah modern 
Damn. And the vocals have a lot more uh, processing on them. There's like an absolutely. Echo I was on trying them. to figure out if more than one person sang, and I don't know. Yes, there is because uh, we get singing backup vocals around the 240 mark. Okay, I guess I meant the main part. Like if more than one person sang like a verse. Singing the main? I would say probably yes, yeah. but... That's what I would expect. Fuck me if That's I what know. I would expect from a, from this kind of a, a group, but I don't know. Yeah, this kind yeah, of setup. Yeah, it's very similar to the Girls Aloud version of I Think We're Alone Now, in that it's like this, like a group of, of performing women uh, doing like an updated version of, of an 80s pop hit in the like mid-aughts, yeah. like club style. I guess club. I think yeah, club. Yeah, that's 100% yeah. what this is. So it's like the same idea. And this one doesn't even have a cool, cool, interesting, fun to watch, but questionable music video to go along with it. So it loses points for yeah. that. For sure. Absolutely. Uh, this one's very, very plain. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can dance to it, but wouldn't really need to pay much attention. No, I think it would be easier to dance to the Laura Branigan version. I would much prefer to dance to the Laura Branigan version, because it's a better version. Yeah, 100%. But like, like I, I was at Greta Bar, Calgary mm-hmm. Bar, Alberta. Alberta Bar, called Greta Bar. Canada. It's like an arcade bar uh, for everyone who doesn't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think I brought it up before. We were talking about it. That wasn't recording, right? I'm not describing yeah. what this is for no reason. Uh Anyway, yesterday, and they kept playing like cover versions of songs. And who who listens to cover mm-hmm. versions? Like what? Wild. Anyway, so I thought that I don't know why it was like I I can't remember. But I'm totally off topic now. But yeah, were they like big name covers though? Or no, they, like weird it was no like name bands. Yeah, it was like well, it was it was cover versions I didn't know. So it's pa- mm. I didn't know what the bands were necessarily. They didn't sound super familiar to me, but. For, I feel like the first couple hours was like all cover songs. I was like, why aren't they playing anything original? Like, it was odd. It was just noticeable. Mm. Maybe just to me. I don't know. I make it my business. Maybe. But anyway, uh, that's totally off topic. Yeah, this isn't a very good cover. Let's talk about Joe, Joe Valley. Okay. Gloria, Gloria, the Gloria, and the Liebe of the so mostly i wanted to do this version because it's dutch (laughs) or like flemish he's flemish i think it's in dutch he's flemish um yeah it's and it it opens with this like ripping guitar riff i'm glad that we both use the word ripping to describe (laughs) guitar riffs and like that's (laughs) that's that's pretty much the interesting part of this song is that yeah well this is our classic like opening that misleads you and then and then like after that it's basically the italian version but in dutch but in dutch yeah and like so, like, going through the versions, I heard that guitar, and I was like, yeah, we definitely want this version. And, like, it comes up a bit, but after that intro, it's like, it doesn't do much. Yeah, it does, because there are guitar stings yeah. in the original, and the ones in this are just, like, slightly heavier. They're, like, a little more yeah. rock. And I do, like, I kind of dig that, like, the tone on the guitar, but uh, mm-hmm. but it it doesn't come up very much, and... 
Sometimes I no like way. it, and so, like I go back and forth. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, all right, this is exactly. But sometimes I'm like, eh, it's gone already, and I don't really care. And there's yeah, like, in, uh, well, no, there's a uh, female backup vocals is the only other like different thing right. on this one, which I don't think we've seen before, where it's dude singing and then lady backup singing or vice versa. Right. So yeah, neat. Neat. And there's like, there's like almost there's like kind of a bit of a guitar solo. It doesn't last yeah. very long. I was like, no. I just feel like they should have leaned into that guitar sound. But they didn't. Absolutely. Might have made it a little different. I don't know. But yeah. Speaking of a little different, let's talk about Sorrentino and Zara in 2010. Let's... Find that. So this is a remix. Oh, right. I this is... not find anything on these I... two. Is this is the the other Umberto Tozzi version, right? Yeah, is he actually on this? Or those I'm his sure. vocals? I'm pretty sure he re-recorded it because there's three versions. Or well, one of them is just a club yeah. Mix. He recorded an English version in 2002. Okay, it might be that. I'm not sure. So this is a remix of Umberto Tozzi singing the song in English. Mm-hmm. But they also have a, a remix of his Italian version. But I'm pretty sure both of them are from around the same time. Anyway. Okay. So, now that we've got some background. Um, yes, it's the Laura Branigan lyrics. Yeah, so this one starts out with some ah-ha-has yes, again. Yes, he pulls in the ah-ha-has. Be... Now, you said there was a 2002 version. So this yeah. is maybe the lyrics from the 2002 version. Which would mean it's that the young divas are actually copying the Umberto Tozzi version from 2002. I'd have to look it up. Well. I'm not sure, but I would not I be... Doubt you it. Don't think I, so? I would imagine they pulled it from the very popular Laura Branigan no, version. No, I mean... No, it's, it's, it's from the Laura Branigan version. But putting it at the beginning. Yeah. I mean... I mean, mm. like, just putting it in a different place. I don't know if he does that in his version, though. But this is his version. Yeah, but it's a remix, so it doesn't necessarily Fair enough. mean the order True. is the same. True. Okay, so there's a lot of questions we don't have answers to. Um, and I'm going to drop this yeah, line of questioning because I don't know what I'm talking about. And because I'm a professional, and professionals sweep anything they don't know about under the carpet. So, they do the ahaha bit. Um, it is also in the Young Divas version. That is all. Uh, this version also has, like, more acoustic guitar. You really get the acoustic guitar in this version. Yeah, so the English re-record oh. in 2002 does not start with ah okay. Do you know if it's the same vocal performance? Or if... I want to say yes, but I'm not 100%. It's probably hard to tell. It's the same person singing the same song, so... Without, like, any analysis, it can be difficult to tell. Anyway, this version, you get some, like, acoustic guitar when they get mm-hmm. to the verses. Yeah, so there's acoustic guitar, yeah, in the back on the verses, and then it gets, like, a sort of breakdown section about halfway through. Yeah. Or it's, like, guitar up front and just him. I'm going to say it's too different. I think this is a different singer. You don't think this is... And it's either Sorrentino or Zara. But it's credited to Umberto Tozzi, Sorrentino, and Zara. Yeah, I know, but maybe they're just accrediting that the original is his? Maybe. I don't know. 
I, I wouldn't expect them to, but I honestly don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Anyway. I don't know, because maybe Zara's just a corporate sponsorship, right? <laughs> so they can sell more sweaters? Is that what they sell? They sell clothes. I'm oh, sure they yeah. have sweaters. So yeah, this is like the dance remix. This one sounds a little more yes. like modern dance remix than the 2006 one. And there's also yeah. this like synth bass going, it's just doing this like put it, put it, put it, did it, put it, did it. Yeah. So it's kind of, kind of dancey. Yeah, and you get some uh, some synth pad action before the chorus, and there's like drum builds and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like the music just like cuts out between the bridge and the chorus, and then like mm-hmm. they do this like like snare roll thing. Yeah, it seems weird because they just like cut out. And then just like, and then like, like slow roll. I don't know. I thought it was weird. I don't think it's uncommon necessarily. But now that I'm thinking about it, it's a little weird. I don't know why. Yeah. 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 Um, I think regardless of who the singer is, they do a good job of yeah, singing. Yeah, he like goes up on the Gloria. Yeah, that was the sort of interesting lyrical take or vocal yeah, take. Yeah, that's his thing. And it works. Yeah. Although, there... And, uh, yes, so we get, like, the acoustic right. breakdown. We get a synth breakdown near the end with that big vocal finish. There's also a few, like, weird, like, syllable stresses in here. Just because, you know, it's an Italian singer singing in English. Mm-hmm. So that's always fun. Yeah, this one was good. I enjoyed this as a remix. I thought it did enough, uh, like, moving things around. Yeah, this is a much more, like, solid dance version. And they actually do some, like, Mm -hmm. make some interesting changes. It's like, let's put more focus on the acoustic guitar in this part. And then, like, and and the vocals are more interesting, too, than, like, young young divas. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I think it's a solid solid little remix. Real solid piece here. So let's talk about what was released in the year 2014 and features Adam Lambert, the Glee, the Glee version. version. Did you watch the like scene from the show? I did. Yeah, okay, good. Because it's it's a little different. It's a little shorter than the like recording version. Mm-hmm. Um. This is a Glee version, so it's they're trying to recreate it as accurately as possible, I believe. That seems to be what they're doing. So there's not much to say about yeah. the instrumentation. It's it's I would I would an asterisk oh? on that. I think they're trying to recreate it with as much over singing in it Fair as enough. possible. Fair enough. But in terms of the instrumentation itself, not not talking about yeah. the singing. Um mm-hmm. it's the Laura Branigan version. Yeah, it's really just meant to be a backing yeah, track. Exactly. So, in the yeah. So the context here is um, some woman in this establishment, the, the Starlight Diner. I want to say it is definitely her it name looks is like Gloria, a diner. and it's her birthday. And so the one lady, I think Rachel, is that is asked to sing. Is that the Asian or one or the one that's in New Year's that Eve? Is, that's the one in New Year's okay, cool. Eve. Classic ensemble. And because the film other one is named Santana. What? Santana? Reason. Yeah. Sorry, say that again? Santana. No, say the whole sentence you just said. 
So the the Asian Her girl. name is Santana. That cool. Is correct. That's fun. I didn't see. I only watched. Yeah, it was, yeah, the, it was just a ton of fun. Part. I didn't look up the backstory. Yeah, I, I went to the the Glee Wikipedia. Oh damn! Because I care. So anyway, so then Adam Lambert comes in, just being a hottie, mm-hmm. and, and they start yeah. start to fight over him. But also, it's someone's yeah. Birthday. So they're the the whole purpose of them singing because so Rachel's put was told by her boss to sing for this woman named Gloria. And then Santana's like, I'm going to fucking sing. And they're like, we're both going to fucking sing. And Adam Lambert's going to sing. Because I guess they're in a cover band together or sure. something. Sure, okay, I believe it. And they're trying to, to win his love, even though at the end he states quite clearly that he is gay. At the end, like in the show? Yeah, well, in, at the end of the song, at least in the, the clip I watched, he's like, yeah, it's him thinking. he just tells everybody to fuck off, basically, <laughs> and leaves. I think mine must have, my mind cut out the, like, beginning and end. I feel like I missed that. Or I skipped okay. it. That's also possible. That's very, very much possible. possible. So, so, yeah, so then, in natural glee fashion, it's not just these two singing. Every fucking server in the establishment starts dancing and... Singing because they, they do the backup vocals, all the, the waitresses in the crowd do the yeah, and like, and yeah, they like they do that, that's what they do, and they, they're like fighting. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm just trying to hang off rafters, not rafters, catwalk. He hangs off a catwalk, catwalks of some, not a catwalk, but like an upper level. There's two levels to this diner, this yeah. diner's neat. It's a tall diner. Like the episode synopsis says that they force him to sing with them. But it seems to me like he's having a pretty good fucking yeah, time. Yeah, but then he's like, hey, let's stop fighting and just sing this song. And they're being very aggressive. Yeah. They are pushing each other out of the way. And, like, the couple that they're serving there, I don't know if it's a couple or just, like, a dad and his kid, but, like, they are, like, deliberately not looking at the women who are aggressively singing at them, like, most I of would the for time. sure be avoiding eye contact at that point, so I can relate. Yeah. Like, please, God, is it over yet? And yeah, and they sing, and then they try to like one up each other by singing better than the other one. Like, it's very, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's pretty straightforward. The song really doesn't have much to do with what's going on, I don't think. Yeah. Well, no, there's a woman named Gloria who needs this song for her. You're birthday. right. I'm sorry, I, I misspoke. She, um, she fucking hates them. <laughs> that's that's a mistake. That's a mistake. I I, I was totally. I stand corrected. So yeah, this is we get vocal harmonies in this one between the ladies and also Adam Lambert. That's kind of yeah. like the the exciting I mean, twist. I, I guess. I assume they're like reasonably talented vocalists. Adam Lambert sings with Queen, so you know you gotta be. Yeah, and good. like well, the other, at least the the Rachel lady's been has been on Glee for like five years at this point. Yeah, so. remember when Glee was a thing? Jeez. Oh God, do I? I'm ever pretty know. sure it's not anymore, right? Yeah, I don't think it is, but man, let me tell you, going to high school drama parties back when Glee was in oh, town boy. was rough. Yeah, every and especially as the classic rock snob, I know. people were like, let's listen to this fucking Ario Speedwagon song. I don't know why I chose them. Do they do an Ario <laughs> Speedwagon song? They must, right? I'm pretty sure they do. Or yeah. like they did like a Journey episode, and you're like, all right, let's sing "Don't Stop Believing" again. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I was like already overplayed in that era, yeah. and then people were like, but it's the Glee version. And I'm like, how's about I kill myself? Uh-huh. How's that grab you? Huh? Yeah. So, I mean, it's a it's a Glee version. But yeah, and like like the oversing really kicks in at about the two minute fifty second mark. right when they're starting to like, and it's just that one up each other. Yeah. 
But even Adam Lambert gets in on oh, it. Oh, I actually didn't notice that. That's a little weird. Maybe he's just trying to, like, be noticed a bit. He's, right. like, trying to make it look like they're not. I'm trying to give Adam Lambert the benefit of the doubt here. He's, like, an innocent bystander in this vocal performance. Hey, man, he's just caught up in the, you know, in the swell yeah, of it all. It's... Yeah, man. I got no problems with Lambert. With the AL, as we call him. <laughs> the AL. Yeah, I got no problems with my buddy Al. <laughs> Don't know his middle name. Um, yeah, so that's that version. Yeah, fuck it. Let's talk about the Italian tenors in 2018. Let's. This is back to We're Italian. Three Italian opera singers. Three Italian guys singing a song in Italian. They've got an orchestra. They do. A majestic string section handling the main riff. For sure. And some, some wild-ass drums I think on some this. marimba as well. I believe Sounds it. Like, like it's that kind of sound. I think if it's an orchestra, you'd use a marimba because a xylophone's too small. Like, I mm-hmm. think. Maybe there are big xylophones. Don't know. But anyway, probably marimba. Um, I feel like parts, like at the beginning, that, like it sounds like they're singing so aggressively. Just and mm-hmm. then like they get to the soft section. I was like, oh. I mean, like if you change the instrumentation on this, this could easily be power metal. For sure. Even like just adding a guitar. Like sometimes power metal has, um, like a symphony, backing it. Yeah. So, yeah, they got some powerful voices, and then they get soft, and you're like, oh yeah, they do that too. Yeah, this one does a really good job of those kind of ups and downs because there's these soft, more tender moments, and then the big swelling orchestra with the fucking operatic voices. Yeah. Like, it's a big version. This one came out of fucking nowhere, <laughs> <laughs> like compared to the rest of the yeah. covers. I mean, clearly, it's it's like specifically vocalists, and they're working with like mm-hmm. other professional musicians. So it's a lot of like talented professionals working together to make a good version of a thing yeah yeah and they do they do a good job although it it would be high energy cooler if it was the english version only because i think the lyrics are a bit better again assuming if the jonathan king lyrics are an accurate representation though maybe yeah maybe something about the the opera style brings a sort of because it's in italian sort of romance to the lyrics yeah and i don't I don't mind it, really. I just prefer the other lyrics. Mm-hmm. That's all. But, like, this version oh, yeah. is totally solid. Especially in Italian, I can't really understand yeah, what they could saying, be saying so. anything. Although I do know they're saying missing a lot, because it kind of sounds like monkey. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> monkey! Um, and then... Yeah, so it's cool. There's, like, there's some good instrumentation, good sounds. It's got the whole uh, orchestra thing going on. Uh, the chorus adds some, like harder percussion sounds um mm-hmm. the riff sometimes is on the strings sometimes on the strings in the marimba sometimes on the marimba like they're making sounds and there's just yeah. like they got that big finish like gloria and like everything's playing yeah, one big ass gloria to finish <laughs> yeah and i think there's also three guys trading off but i couldn't really tell the difference vocally yeah i would think so so yeah yeah, yeah this is that like I feel like this isn't like what I'm super into necessarily musically, but I feel like my mom would mm-hmm. love this version. 
Oh, yeah? Yes. And I might show it to her. All right. And I'll see if well, I'm with right, that, correct. let's jump into our f- yeah. final review. Let's uh, talk about the worst version, the best version, and even though I use this category too much, what's the best dance version? Well, I think that's obvious. No, wait. It's All not right, obvious. Let's do, what's the worst? It's not obvious anymore. Worst version. <laughs> uh, this almost doesn't count because it's kind of like a sample, but I really didn't think Sel Bakuta did a very good version at all. No. Uh, which isn't, it's not really a version of Gloria, but I didn't like their song, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's but like, fair. in terms of versions of Gloria, probably like Young Divas. There were a lot of really samey versions of this song that I had on this playlist. Mm-hmm like originally and took them off because i was like no this is all exactly the same these are all the same yeah so like yeah that's yeah, tough to find like real different it really takes. was um if i was to to jump on a, a bad one i might call out jonathan king just because his ver. i mean it adds the english translation right. it's a but... less good english translation yeah and that walking baseline is so weird and out of place <laughs> Yeah, I, I I was surprised to hear it. Like it, it took me a couple listens, and I was like, "Time to listen to the bass." I'm like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't sing very well. That's true. Like other ones, like Joe Valley's is forgettable. And I would say the same for Young Divas. Like they're not. Yeah, good you're right. There's a lot of forgettable but... versions of this song. Um, Joe Valley had some potential, I think, with that guitar, and then didn't really use it. Um, I'm surprised yeah. there's not like a metal version. I guess, uh, well, there's still the Dan Band version that like put it on the guitar. Oh, they didn't really put it on the guitar. Yeah, they put it because yeah, they do uh, guitar. Yeah, some guitar. And, like, bass I feel like you could really put it on the guitar, but no one really does. At least not these versions. Mm-hmm. All right, hit me with it. Which version is Laura Branigan's <laughs> version? I mean, the best version. Which version is Laura Branigan's version? Yeah, I mean, it's the best yeah. cover, right? So it's Laura Branigan's version, which yeah. is a cover. It, I'd say it's the best yeah, version, absolutely. fucking bar yeah. none. For sure. Uh, uh, my vote's for Laura Branigan. I mean, there's a reason that Umberto Tozzi recorded her English version. Um, when it, He re-recorded his own version as well, but uh, it, there's a reason yeah. for that. Like, it's I, I don't know what else, like, song rules. Uh, yeah, and, and, and she does a... It's because of her changes, like... No one would remember this mm-hmm. song if it wasn't for that. Well, maybe in Italy. It was a hit before that. Yeah, That's maybe. not fair. It was a hit in Europe. Yeah, it was actually a, a surprising but hit. But, like, for English speaking, like, no one would have remembered the Jonathan King version the way that we oh, remember no. the Laura Branigan version. So, yeah, it rocks, man. Yeah, get it, Laura Branigan, who once said, everyone's been through love and pain in their lives. That's what music's about. Damn. Just a fun Laura Branigan yeah. quote. And now, Alex, what's the best dance version of this? And don't say the Dan band. I didn't say the best dance <laughs> version of this. Uh, the best dance version. Um, I mean, we were saying before, we wanted to, we, we thought the original, I, I feel like that still hits the hardest. Like, mm-hmm. I don't always like it when songs are specifically, like, redone to be a dance version, because you can, like, dance to the original one. It's more like, like, you're taking a song that is, maybe unique and maybe you'd have a fun way of dancing to it and trying to like remold it into let's make it like all the other dance songs and i feel like that doesn't 
isn't like a great thing to do all the time you know mm-hmm. so i'm i'm i not that the original is like out there and you dance to it in like this weird way or anything but no yeah it's like it is clearly dance yeah but music. the dance versions are like are like they're just trying to remold it into like all the other dance songs you know mm-hmm. so like Really, I, I don't know how I could go with anything but the ori- or Laura Brannigan's version. I always want to call it the original because I thought mm-hmm. it was for so long. I know, me too. But yeah, no, I think I would agree with that, though. I will say Sorrentino and Zara's version was good. It was definitely the better remix. Yeah. And the Italian tenors version, you could kind of do some like ballroom stuff there. Oh, Something yeah. a little different. Yeah, shout outs to that version in general because it was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, I think Laura Brannigan is the best dance version as well. Even though Laura Brannigan's dance is not the best dance. It's not the best. I was just going to say, it's uh, don't bust that dance out when it comes on. But you could. A little yeah, nostalgia. Just have a good time, man. A little nostalgia. So that's been our yeah. review of Gloria by Umberto Tozzi. And if you want to share your opinion with us or tell us about a version that we didn't cover, you know what to do. Hit yeah. the Twitter at Jake the Cressy at some Alex Wise have... guy. Hashtag Cover Me Pod. What's the crossover between Cover Me fans and uh, St. Louis fans? That's what I want to know. I'm going to say fucking <laughs> Zero. Where's St. Louis? Uh, Missouri. Missouri. Okay, so, yeah, was, you said Missouri, right? So, in our lifetime, so since September... We have had four downloads in Missouri. All right, guys. All right, uh, Missouri fans, let's uh, let's make this happen. Let us know. Let us know what you think about this being. Uh, now we're gonna jump into our bonus segment right. real quick, which is based on this episode and the last episode, and it's called "Which Glory is the Best Glory?" Oh, they're so different. The glories are so different. <laughs> Honestly, I'd probably listen to this one, but it depends on how I'm feeling. <laughs> because I like the other one yeah, too, but it's... for very different reasons. It's true, and like I'm, I'm thinking I'm comparing Laura Branigan and Patty Smith here, really, because those were our tops. Okay, yeah, I'd probably go with this one, just because it's it's, know, it's easier to listen to, and it's shorter. True. So I'd probably go with this one, like, uh, like in a pinch, but I, I for sure, uh, they're both solid versions songs. Yeah, I think yeah, I think there's more excuses to listen to this version of Gloria. You can more easily. Kind of yeah. interweave it into a daily yeah. playlist, whereas I think the other Gloria demands a bit more of your attention. Yeah. I think Patty Smith's version. Absolutely, like it's like like L- Laura Brannigan's is so much more like accessible and like easy and fun versus like the Patty Smith where they're like, oh, they're talking about like sexuality and religion. You're like, oh, there's some heavy themes. Like, <laughs> I like the song, but <laughs> like if I'm if I'm just listening to music while I'm like chopping onions or whatever, like I don't know, it'll make me cry even more. Hell yeah. If you uh, agree with our opinions on which glory is better, hashtag glory yeah. If you disagree, hashtag glory no. It, well, I don't even know what our opinion was. Like, they're both good. For different reasons. Yeah, is, is that, is that your, uh, if you agree with that? Um, yeah, if you agree with our complex yeah, opinions. Yeah, if you agree with our complex, unpopular opinion, we're just throwing out. I know, I mean, people aren't yeah. going to agree, but these two songs are both good. Yeah, somebody's got to tell it like it is. That's what we're here we're just for. Going for that internet crucifixion. That's what we want. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in once again. I've been your host Jake Cressy, joined by my co-host Alex Mildenberger. Follow us on uh, d- d- fucking 
Twitter. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. Follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, fucking Spotify, Podbean. Rate us, review us, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your kids. I don't know, tell somebody. Just tell someone, please. Please, they're worried about you. They want to know what you're doing for two Spread hours. Spread those mouth words. Spread them Spread everywhere. Those mouth words. As we always say on Cover Me, spread those mouth words. But cover it up so nothing flies in.